Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. We spoke to you the other day about uh, an email we got from a woman who basically suggested that we should have, I suppose, a license. And that you want us to raise the topic, say that you say maybe you have a license for maybe a thousand euro or 500 euro that unless you have this license, you cannot own a dog. Because she was talking about somebody who wanted to buy a dog during the lockdown just to keep their children occupied and happy. And the people are not thinking logically when they're buying a little do- a little animal dog or a cat or whatever it happens to be uh, that they're, you know, a, d- a dog is for life, as they say. But people and children get very bored of them very quickly if they don't really want it. So in other words, if you had to pay out a substantial amount of money up front, so abolish the dog license system that we have, which is quite cheap on a yearly basis and is never checked. But the fact that if you want to buy a dog from a licensed breeder or from any breeder, that you must produce this license, uh, which will cost you a substantial amount of money. And in that case, we must know that you must be serious if you're going to spend that amount of money. Now, the argument we got from the other side of the coin was, well, what happens if you don't have much money? But if you don't have much money, you shouldn't have a dog because dogs cost money. You have to bring them to the vet every now and again, all that kind of stuff. So what do you think of this person's idea that, you know, you should have to buy an expensive license to purchase a dog in Ireland? Would that be a good idea? Do you think making dogs more expensive would actually make people think twice about the commitment? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Peter? Peter, now we, we started this the other day, but only got about 10 minutes on it. Would it work? Would it make any difference? I mean, look, you've got greyhounds, a different kettle of fish altogether. I mean, obviously, you're well invested in there, all right? And you clearly have commitment. But, I mean, you know, people who just buy dogs, you know, as a domestic pet, I mean, should they have to have some sort of expensive license first to make sure they're committed to owning an animal? Uh, no, because, uh, like everything, if you start to, to um, put more uh, money on licenses, and that a lot more will go unregulated and a lot more will go and buy a dog, like if you want to say the black market. Uh, dog licensing is very, very underregulated. Uh, you wouldn't see a warden nowadays going up and asking somebody, show me your dog license. Uh, there'd be nobody to police it. It'd be just another way of the government getting money out of people. And it just wouldn't... If you see these kennels that are breeding, um, and that's all they're doing is breeding, breeding, breeding dogs, they're not going to ask a person, show me a license, and then they'll give you the dog. As soon as they have a dog sold right there, that dog is yours. Some people don't care where the dog goes when they sell it. And I'm sure that nobody's going to be asking for a license. Well, I mean, you could easily nip that in the bud because every dog ends up in the vet at some point. So when you bring the dog to the vet and the vet says, right, you know, can I see the license for the dog and you don't have one, well, then the vet can report you. Yeah, but not not every dog will end up in a vet. Um, and it, I, I can't see it, like with greyhounds. What dog does... What well, I mean, yeah, okay, Peter, Peter, what dog doesn't end up in the vet? A lot of dogs don't. I've, I've a, a, a dog to hear that Four years old, never been in the vets. Well, I'm su- I'm assuming it has to get inoculations at some point. Inoculations for what? <laughs> well, vaccines and inoculations the dog gets for diseases, for parvo and distemper and all those other diseases. Yeah, but they get, they get them when they when they're pups, and then there's places you can go as a and get them yourself. Get do your boost, and I won't get into that. But that's what I'm saying. If um, 
if this big license comes in and you have to pay more than the 20 euro per dog, uh, people will find a way around it and the license that's already in is not regulated. Nobody comes out and makes sure you have a license and when you get to the vet, they don't ask you for a license. What it is now is it's all got to do with microchips and things like that. And that's the way um, it should be combated and that's the way it should be enforced that every dog must have a microchip and that every dog must be uh, entered into the, the data system online that their dog is microchip. But yeah, and could, we, could, we not, could we not tie it in with all that then? Tie no, in this license? Well, you know, I mean, it, that every dog must be microchipped and to microchip you have to pay a large amount of money. I mean, it's just a suggestion by the person because people are going out and buying the dogs willy-nilly because little Mary or Johnny wants to rub a dog or pet a dog during the lockdown and I'm sure as soon as they get back to school again and the lockdown is over and all this goes away, sure they don't want the dog anymore. The dog, they're bored then. The dog will be, the dog will be microchipped should be registered to that person, and if the dog is uh, anyway gone missing, and um, all you have to do, they, they have this machine, they scan the machine, the barcode comes up. Yeah, and I know, I know all about it. System. Yeah, I know every it's dog is microchipped. Then, well, they should be. Yeah, and, and, so when, that's and, and when we managed to enforce that reasonably well, didn't we? Yeah, so that's how they should be able to uh, combat this. Uh, people just getting dogs and getting rid of them. That if somebody gets a dog and hands it into a, say, a, a home, that they should have to pay a fee of, of 100 euro to place it into that home. That if their but dog that, yeah, but and that's, and I, no, no, I get that, but that's fair enough. But why even get to the point where we're getting rid of them into homes and having to pay the 100 euro? Why not make it serious that, you know, if you want to own a dog, that there's an investment <laughs> involved? I mean, well, you wouldn't you wouldn't decide with your missus to have a baby unless you thought you had a reasonable, you know, income every week. You could afford, you know, a cot and a crib and sterilizers and everything that got buggies yeah. and everything that goes along with a baby. So it costs money to have a baby. You don't go out, well, some people do go out willy-nilly and have them, but it costs money to have a child. <laughs> so you have to think about it before you have one. So why not with a dog as well? They're like a baby. Yeah, if if it was regulated properly, you would be able to do that. If a person decides today they're going to buy a dog, right? Say they go onto one of these websites, they see a lovely little cute puppy, and they go and they buy that dog. They're going with their kids, and it's all this great thing. Yes, we have a dog. Then the dog is brought back to the house, and maybe after two weeks, the kids don't want it. Like, the dog ends up on the street. The dog ends up in a home. The microchip and the registration tells the, who owns it, who's responsible for it. And so they shouldn't force fines and things like that when these things happen. Okay, well, do me a favor. Stay there a second. Let me go to John as well. John, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, John? Good afternoon. How are you? John, you're saying that, you know, people uh, won't rescue dogs then. Obviously, we have no license. But maybe, I, I, I'm thinking out loud now because obviously this isn't a thing, but maybe yeah. you could, you know, uh, abolish that for people who are rescuing dogs. That would be a different kettle of fish, wouldn't it? Well, it was, is there any need for a rescue then? Maybe that's the point you're making. Um, well, I, look, well I, I would hope that there, uh, we get to a point where there will be no need for a rescue. Well, I remember going back to the 70s there on Cockermen, and I presume you've seen it in Dublin and where you lived as well, and other people listening. I mean, there was packs of dogs running around. Wild. Yeah, there was I know. a lot more wild dogs before, but you don't see that now. 
Well, that's because we changed the way we view life in general. I mean, look, yeah, I, I remember when I was a kid, Terry was the dog we had. Sure, Terry would go off for a day or two and come back on his own, and he'd come back for his dinner whenever he felt like it. He was just in and out of the house all the time. So, yeah, yeah so that, but we have a different approach to the way we keep dogs now. Well, well I think it's fairness to me, like most people are responsible. I know a lot of the lads do the hunting and stuff now, there as well. And they, they left three or four dogs, and they look after them like so. Like, who came up with this idea, of the, the, the figure of 500? Well, no, no, we, I, we, we just kind of put the figure on it based, well, 500 or 1,000 based on the email we got from somebody suggesting that if you had some sort of license or something like that, you know, for, you know, 500 quid or 1,000 quid, it might put people off or deter people who couldn't afford a dog to actually get one. Well, I see, I mean, like, what about the person we say, like, you mean that is unlimited income? We say well, that tough. Yeah, if you're a limited income, you, you have to take into consideration you're buying a dog. It costs money. Yeah, well, talk, when I talk about limited income, I'm talking about that you can afford to feed, actually feed the dog. But, I mean, you know, are you going to discriminate in, like, who has dogs? But and you're not, has you're dogs? Not, hold on, you're not discriminating. We're talking about an animal here. This is not a packet of cigarettes. Like, this is an animal. I know, but, I mean, in fairness, like, I mean, most people, I mean, in fairness, they do look after their dogs. I mean, you'll get the odd clown and you'll see them up in court and whatever they're like, and puppy farms or whatever. You'll always get abused, no matter what. Like what, ha- what happens if the person with limited income gets a dog and the dog has, say, a breathing problem or has a tumour or, or something else? Is it just, ah, oh, she's just put it to sleep, so? Yeah, I mean, you have to have money to own a dog. So I mean, the same yeah. could be said. Someone could spend a fortune on, on, on a stallion, and the same thing could happen as well. You know? What no, I mean? but what so, I'm saying is, you. I mean, you have to, you. You can't afford. You can't just buy a dog with and have no money, it, because that's just cruel. If a dog ends up in the vet, I mean, I would advise people to get insurance. By the but, way, but at I mean, an early stage, you're kind of the same thing. Like you I mean that just because maybe you know whatever you pay for the actual dog, whatever, and if you're of the type which said that's it has a limited income, but could still afford to look after the dog to a pine trace. That's, I mean, if something goes wrong, then, I mean, how are you going to afford the... Well, the maybe, and here's a suggestion, if we collected a thousand euro off everybody who wanted to own them, it would help to subsidise vet resurgence. See, that would be like saying, like, you mean that people shouldn't, should only have one child, so because... Can no, no, it's not like saying that at all. There's no rule against having have as many children as you want, but every time you have a child, you have to consider the cost. Well, that's insane, but I mean, if people worried about that. They said, Jesus, we never afford a second child. Let the child got sick, hold before the bills. So, if that's the way they civilize it, you can't afford it. But I mean, again, as I mentioned already, if we had a cost factor involved in owning a dog, well, at least then that cost factor could be ring-fenced if it was collected by the state. Although I wouldn't trust the state to mind a dog, don't mind collect money. But in saying that, they could collect the money ring-fences and that could then go into the veterinary uh, surgeons to subsidize the cost of, you know, helping dogs. Which is that never happened, you know. Oh, I know. Well, I, I, I know that too. Theory, theory. The thing is, who, who's, going to, who's going to police it? Like, who's going to, who's going to follow this up? OK, well, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Barbara as well. Barbara, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Barbara? Hi, Niall. When did you become so elitist? Elitist? Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I've got three dogs, right? Yeah. Um, two sick teasers and a colleague cross springer. Yeah. Now, I'll... I would be on limited income. Yeah. My dogs have VHI. I have a medical card. Yeah. My dogs have a license. Uh, well, have you, have you got insurance on your dogs? Yeah. I have insurance on my dogs. Okay, so you can afford that. Yeah, okay. So you're not, well, you're not I, skinned, I, I, Barbara. I you, I'm not skinned, but I'm not rolling in it either. No. I mean, I'm, I'm, li- I'm living on invalidity pension. Yeah, but you wouldn't, like, it doesn't matter how many well, dogs you have. You'd only need one license. I'm not talking about a license for every dog you buy or every year. 
So it's an upfront payment. In order payment. to get a license now, Niall, right? In order to buy a dog license now, they want the breed and they want the microchip number. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Also, the dog wardens do go around and they have scanners. I've never and seen a dog warden in my life. Neither have I. Well, and, and in take saying it from that, me, I was caught on Sandy Mount Beach with my Springer uh, there. Yeah, Sandy the Mount Beach. Was enough. it? Was it during the lockdown? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was pre-lockdown. But the thing about it is, also bring the dog to the dog park. The the council out here in Galeri have outsourced the dog wardens. Right. And even on a Sunday, you are without pre-lockdown, of course. Yeah. We head into the dog park. Yeah. You get to the bridge. It's you're pretty close to the dog park. You let your dog off the lead, run into the park. Dog warden sitting there in his little white van. Right. Like, I'm t- like, seriously, it is. What does um, he do when he's sitting in his little white van? Does he get out? Oh, he does get out. And he's, he'll, he's caught loads of people, you know, coming to the dog park. They let their dogs off at the bridge. And what's he catching and them for if they're going to a dog park? What, what's because it? the dog's meant to be on the lead before it gets. Okay. To, you know, oh, because you're not supposed to take the lead off till you get into the dog yeah, park. Yeah. All right. Okay. Very good. Does he scan them and check them? Does he go? Does he go running after them? Well, the dog, like the dog, no, he just catches the owner. I just have this. <laughs> I have this vision of a man with a hat cap on him and a uniform running after dogs in the park. Yeah. But okay. No, but, no. Okay. But, but, but I mean, but, but hang on. Getting back to, but getting back to the insults you flung at me when you come on about being an elitist. Certainly not. Income, you shouldn't own a dog. Well, I you, you should. And I no, I mean, no, dogs. hold on. You're in limited income, but you're not skinned, Barbara. No, but I, I live in a council estate in a council house. Yeah, okay, you know. that's fine. I'm not being an elitist. All I'm saying is, and I don't, I, by the way, this isn't my suggestion. It was a suggestion by somebody who who wrote into the show saying that yeah, they go into the whole spiel about somebody bought a dog for their daughter during the lockdown and uh, eventually the daughter, dog was given back because they didn't really want it. But anyway, they said the whole idea is that if you charge, get rid of the dog license that we currently have. And just say, here you go, it's a 500 euro licence, and maybe we, you have to do a little bit of a lesson on dog ownership or something before you do it. Like a theory test, right? And it's a 500 euro, and then for the rest of your life, you can buy a dog. In other words, what it does is, it makes sure that you're committed to the idea. I'm sure, Barbara, if I said to you that you had to have a 500 euro licence before you bought a dog, you'd have been happy to do that. You'd have saved up a few quid, and you'd have done it. Probably, but I mean, it's, it's at the end of the day, like... Um my two shit teasers are... What are they called? Shit. I, call, I call them shit teasers. They're shit to cross Maltese. Right, because okay, I have a Maltese. But mine is a... I think mine is... Oh, mine is a shit shit Maltese. Yeah, it's a cross Maltese. It's a shit too. She has floppy ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I call them shit teasers. I think it's far Millie, Millie is her name. What's your dog's names? I've got two girls, Sonny and Holly. Sonny, Sonny, and, is, uh, Sonny is a bit of a male name, isn't it? No, no Sonny, it's Sonny with an I. Oh, okay, right, okay. It's gender Sonny, fluid dog. Yeah, very much. Walks <laughs> and cocks her leg at the same time. <laughs> right, okay, okay. He okay. was doing that before it was fashionable. <laughs> right, okay. Before women thought it was fashionable. Okay, yeah, so, but okay, the point is, you, you would have got the money from somewhere. Yeah, but would I have got, I mean, like, I put it to you this way, uh, Sonny who's six cost me 150 euro. Right. Okay. Yeah. Holly. That was cheap. Cost me three hundred. Yeah. Now they're sisters. Same, you know, same people. Same mum and dad. Shadow, who's a rescue, he cost me one hundred and seventy in the rescue. Yeah, I think I Millie is twelve now, but I think she was five hundred when I got her. 
Jamie Mack. Jeez, I know. Sammy, Sammy coming. But no, I, I mean, it is, it's me, I mean, as I said, I've rescued Shadow. Um, he, I got him from Sharpsville down in Wicklow. Right. And he, he's a Collie Cross Springer. And like, I mean, we've, we've eaten, he's eaten three chairs and five dog beds. So far. Is it funny we call them crosses like Shih Tzus and we mentioned this the other day to Sharon like Labradoodles now. Years ago they were called mongrels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh, we've, we've given them nice names now. Okay yeah. but getting, getting back to the original argument the point is Barbara you could have afforded the money and it might be a deterrent not for people like you who clearly love your dogs but for other people who don't love their dogs quite as much or buy them for Christmas. Yeah. Noel. Yeah, but, yes Peter go on. Noel if, if, it was, if it was regulated and policed properly I'd be all for it. Like, when it comes to a greyhound, if you want to be want buy a greyhound, become a greyhound trainer, first of all, they come out and inspect your premises to see that you have the facilities that you need to train a dog. Um, second of all, then, there's, there's so many fears from the time a greyhound is born up until it races. Like, you have to register maintenance. That costs 40 euro. You have to give breeding notification. You have to register. Well, you have to register matings. You so, have to register. so every time they want to do the do, you have to make an appointment. Hey. When you when you have a, a dog in pup, you have to register the mating within 14 days. Imagine if humans had to do that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so actually, just very quick, because it's going to break. John, what do you want to say there, John? Sorry. Yeah, I listened to that lady there. She's talking about that rather over, overzealous uh, uh, dog warden, right? And seeing that he's having such tremendous success chasing our own dogs and making collars, right? Yeah. Maybe they should turn him loose on the drug dealers. He might have more success than the Gardaí. Yeah, he might have more success than the Gardaí. Stephen, the show's gone to the dogs. Stephen, oh, no, what, do, what do you reckon? Should we have, like, a dog license for 500 quid to kind of put people off wasting time? What I, I think we need to do is stop puppy farmers. Well, that's a good start, yeah. Completely stop them. Clamp, clamp them down. Now, I have got eight dogs. We breed dogs. We go to shows in Holland, the UK. And I can tell you now, there's not one dog that we have cost less than €800. Euro. So are you, I'm assuming you're a member, a registered with the Irish Kennel Club? We are. Okay. And the UK and the Dutch. Okay, what sort of dogs do you breed? We have got Shetland Sheepdogs and Rough Collies. Shetland Sheepdogs? I've never heard of them. You would, unfortunately, the initiated call them miniature right, collies. Okay. Right, okay. But they're Shetland Sheepdogs. So they look like a collie, but they're neater and smaller looking. Oh, they are. I know uh, the ones. I know about the ones. 15, 16 inches of fluff balls. <laughs> I know the ones. I've seen them. They're lovely little dogs. Now, how much is a Shetland Sheepdog, by the way, to buy? If we're selling one, it's between 800 and a 1,000 euro. So that depends on the sire and all that kind of carry on. Well, it does, but it also means that only certain people are able to afford them. We actually go and check the houses out before we would ever sell a dog. Okay, good um, idea. And even when we get dogs, you know, and buy dogs, we have to go meet the people and prove that we can actually look after them. I mean, you wouldn't rent your apartment to a waster, so why would you sell your dog to a waster? Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, no, absolutely. Um, We pay all the licenses. We have been stopped. They've come out to our house. Obviously, if you've got a few dogs, there's a lot of barking. Yeah. We don't let them bark at night and things like that. But... 
It is actually the puppy farmers really are the problem because they can produce them for two or three hundred. You see the advertisement. Parents are saying the kids are bored. It's a commitment when the dog is sold at the right price. And I, I would completely agree with you. So what about the idea where, because your dogs, you know, they're, when I say the right price, your dogs, they cost money because it costs money for you to, 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 you know, to raise them to that point for sale, right? And you have to get them inoculations and you have to look after them and make sure that they, their mothers and fathers are looked after well and there's no inherent yeah. uh, hereditary problems with the dogs. All those kind of things have to be taken into consideration, right? So that costs money too. So you obviously have to you know, charge a fair price. But what about the idea of charging people a one-off lifetime license that if you want to own a dog, that maybe you have to do a little bit of a theory test or something like that, and you pay a 500 quid fee, and that license then entitles you to own a dog for the rest of your life or to buy a dog. What harm would it be? It would That initial idea of somebody going, oh, little Mary wants a dog for Christmas. I think I'll just buy her one. She'll be grand. The fella down the road is on there for 300 quid. She wants one of those little fluffy ones with legs. So why why not just put the, the, the charge in there? They still buy the dogs off you. Because if somebody wants one of your dogs, they're still going to have to do it. It's not going to affect your business at all, I don't think. Well, we don't do it for a business. No, no, but what I'm saying is it's it's not going to affect the sale of dogs. But I I think that people always find a way around, and we do live in Ireland, and we're very, very good at it. My feeling is that they should always, you know, with all the chipping, all the things, we have all passports. So I think it should be built into, if you want a dog, you pay over a hundred pounds for the passport then you pay for the dog and all the rabies vaccinations all the vaccinations and they're all recorded and they actually are on the central database and yes we're making the license dearer i don't think you know um, 500 euro for a license for life will work because the puppy farmers They'll get them out of two dogs, and they're not even registering them or anything like that. The people that will hurt are the people like us that are, we just do it for a bit of fun. Have a laugh. We're now getting on, and we're not doing the shows, but we like to give people lovely pets. Yeah, but you know, you I mean, people like you, for example, you would only, I mean, you, you wouldn't need one because you're a breeder. Um, but what I'm saying is people like yourself would only have to pay a licence fee at the very, very start. And even now, you wouldn't be able to grandfather the legislation anyway. So, you know, you wouldn't have... This is just theory, by the way. I think that we actually... If you've got three breeding bitches under Irish Kennel Club rules, you have to have a special licence. Mm-hmm. And um, how much does that licence cost? No, I must admit, I have a bull's notion because <laughs> right. I don't do that. Right. My missus is in charge of How many of bitches do you that. have? We have got... Two breeding because we've neutered the older ones now. And how many do- How many you know? How many dogs are? How many would be in a litter? How many pups? In a litter? Well, for us, we've had between two and five. And how many times would that bitch be able to we give birth? We only breed them twice. Right. Okay. So that's not a lot, really, is it? No, it's not. On the puppy farms, they would they would breed them a lot more than that, wouldn't they? Oh no, they they, they could be twice a year. No, that's shocking, isn't it? Uh, you know, and that, that's the difference. What's the, what's the, the gestation the, period in a dog, by the way? I'm just curious, because I, I don't know. I think know. it's about, uh, again, I'm not the expert, I'm the driver, but I would say it's about 90 days. 
So, oh, 90 days gestation period, from the moment of conception to the moment of birth. Yeah. Justin, you believe that it would be, uh, dogs are way too expensive in the first place online. Well, first of all, I just want to agree with that Steve in the last caller. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, I actually agree with him about the license, and I, I actually think he's actually a nice breeder, but I just want to go back just slightly for a minute. Um, what about the people that actually need dogs? You were just saying, on, like you said something about if you, if you don't have the money, you shouldn't have a dog. Yep. Now, I'm, I'm in a wheelchair, and again, I, I only have my invalidity pension. Um, last November, my 12-year-old lab, I had to put to sleep. Um, for the last two years of his life, I spent 480 euro a month on medication for him. Now I didn't have the money, but the value he gave me, both mentally and physically, I would I would go without food for him to make him stand well. I understand that. that. I understand well enough to, to you know that he looks after me. But coming back up to the to the last say two months, I've decided now. It's time. I need to get another dog because both mentally and physically I've gone downhill and I think it's time again to get another Labrador. And what's, what's, now, by I the way, what's, what's, what's wrong with you, Justin? You don't have to tell me that, the answer to that question if you don't want to. I have, I have a spinal injury. I was a firefighter. I was injured in work. Oh, okay. All right. And you're confi- now, are you confined to a wheelchair now, are you? I am, yeah. yeah okay, okay. Now, what I wanted to say was, yeah, as I sort of decided I was going to get a... Um, a new dog now in the last two months. And I did a test. I put an ad online looking for, a, a just the way roughly water, looking for a decent person or breeder who ha, who breeds Labradors. I told them, I put the situation roughly my story, um, what I was looking for and would they get back to me. Now, out of nine emails I got back, three of them were breeders. And out of the three breeders, the cheapest price I got for a Labrador pup was nine hundred euro, wow. and the di- the dearest was two thousand euro. Jeepers! I didn't realize it was that expensive. Now, yeah, so I don't think the you know putting the license price, especially for people that need dogs. Okay, I get you. No, I get you. I get, I get what you're saying. No, and I accept that argument. And maybe if we were to do something like that, we would have to look at you know obviously wavering it for different people in different sectors of society. Uh, sorry, Justin, I'm going to have to cut you a little bit short because I'm running out of time. But no, I appreciate the argument. It's a well made argument. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.